Have you pushed yourself to the limit? Are you sure? The only limits are the ones that you create. We're Callie Ray and Kendall, your hosts for the Limitless Podcast. In this podcast, you'll hear some of what you want, some of what you don't want, but definitely what you need to hear. If you think there's a limit to what you can or cannot do, think again. We're here to show you that there's no limit to your income, your happiness, or your success. It's all limitless. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Thank you guys so much for hopping on another Monday night. We are so excited to hop in here and especially today because, you know, it's March 8th, unless you've been living on a rock or not on social media at all today, um, it's International Women's Day. So we thought that we would hop on here and talk about tapping into your girl power. Um, I'll be kind of honest with you guys. I've never really liked words that have like I don't know, like female connotations to them, right? Like CEO or like boss babe is always like left like kind of a weird taste in my mouth. I'm like, why can't I just be a boss, right? Why do I have to be a, a girl boss or a boss babe? Like, why do we have to make things sound so delicate? So I've always kind of struggled with like that and, and girl power, but I realized that girl power isn't about making women feel powerful, right? Women, girls, we're already powerful. It's about making the world understand how powerful we are. That's why girl power is so important. And that's what we're going to talk to you tonight, just about tapping into that, what makes us special. And as you know, I know most of the people that listen to this are women and what makes us special? What are our quirks? What makes us truly stand out? And what gives us the power to make change in our lives, change for our families and change in this world? Love it. Love it. Who's excited to hear what we have to say? Let us know. Let us know. Um, we really want to start off with like, where do women even fit in? Like, where do we fit in? A lot of the times we're like, I don't know, like, am I supposed to like be a mom? Am I like supposed to do this like nine to five thing? Am I supposed to like clean the house every day? Right? Like, where do women fit in? Did you guys know it's only been a hundred years since women could vote? What? Like literally our parents are almost like, I mean, I don't know, my mom's not a hundred yet, but literally <laughs> our parents were almost in that stage where they couldn't vote. That is so bizarre to me. Uh, you know, we were looking at st different statistics today and it's really cool to educate yourself on the power that we have the opportunities that we have as women, because not that long ago, we didn't have them. We were here to just like, do like, have kids clean the house, do those stuff and abide by the man and do the things that, you know, you're supposed to do. And don't, don't use your voice. That's for sure. Don't speak up about anything. If you think it's different, don't do any of that. We didn't have that power. We didn't have that freedom. And it's so amazing to know that we have that freedom. You know, we found this statistic really incredible too. Eight in 10 women who have started a business know someone else that has started a business. Another female. That's a lot of CEOs. Okay. That is a lot of women that have started a business. Eight and 10 have done the exact same thing. That means that if we feel like we shouldn't be doing what we're doing right now, we should be surrounding ourselves with some people 
that also are doing it. Don't surround yourself with the two out of 10 that have never done it. Go surround yourself with the eight out of 10 that have done the same thing, that are doing the same things, that believe in their power and are trying to work out those muscles and make them stronger. Yeah, we have to surround ourselves with, with like-minded women, right? And I think that all of us on this call or anyone that listens to our podcast, I'm going to go ahead. We don't know. We, right, we haven't polled everybody, but I'm going to assume over 99% are women, right? We're very women-centric. And I think there's something so powerful when we all come together, right? And there's something that's so powerful when women truly start to support each other. And, you know, you guys have all heard whenever you, you know, if you hang out with five, you know, four lazy people, you're going to be the fifth, right? You hang out with four super motivated people, you're going to be the fifth. So when you're tapping into this girl power, you have to surround yourself with that, right? Who we let into our circle, who we let into our hearts and into our lives is so incredibly important. So if you are trying to build a brand or build a business or build a life or, you know, whatever it is, right? We talked last week, we all have different goals, whatever your goal is, make sure that you're surrounding yourselves with people that have not that same goal, but that same motivation or that same mindset or that same power to help catapult you forward. Right. I kind of think of, you know, this kind of like a group project, right? There's always like that one person sometimes that carries the load. Right. And then there's four other people that bring them down or don't do anything, or they're, you know, just sitting around. Don't be the person that carries the group project. Go find your tribe of women that are going to support you, that are going to help you, that are going to empower you because you y'all know this things life's not easy. Not everything's just going to fall into our lap. So what happens when you feel like your power is kind of being dulled a little bit, right? How do you step back into it? Do you listen to a podcast? Do you call your friend who you know is going to talk some sense into you or who's going to inspire you? Or are you surrounded yourself with people that are going to say, oh, you know what, Kendall? Yeah, you know, you did fail at that. Sucks to be you, right? No! Surround yourself with people who, when you fall back, are there to help pick you up and put you back into your power, right? It's so, so, so important who we surround ourselves with. They have to be like-minded, motivated people. Yeah. And with that, guys, think about the opposite side too. When people are dragging you down, they can completely influence and change who, not who you are, but who you think you should be. There's a big difference between who you are and who you think you should be. I've had people really discourage me and really put things in my brain for years and years and years that made me believe I should be, look, talk, dress a certain way. Anybody relate to that? Oh, I do. Anybody ever have someone sit there and tell you that you don't have what it takes or girl, you are way too loud. Like, can you chill out a little bit? Girl, why do you always have to crack a joke? You're not that funny. You don't always have to be the center of attention. Why do you have to dress so bright? Why do you always have to have crazy hair? Why this? Why that? Why do you do this? Why do you dress like that? Why are you trying to be this way? And so then my mind is like, wow, maybe I am trying to be a different way. Maybe that's not how I should be. Maybe I should try to be this way. Maybe I should try to dress a little more professional. I'm a professional now. I should dress more professional, right? Or, oh, maybe I shouldn't have colored hair. I'm like a mom now. Maybe I should dye my hair back a normal color and be like super basic and boring and not have crazy long fingernails anymore and not do fun makeup because I'm like a mom now. I'm so different, right? Because people, people put that on you and you start believing it. Has anyone listening right now felt 
Like you had to change who you were or change how you look because of something somebody said to you. And honestly, that person probably didn't matter to you at all, but yet we took what they said so seriously that we changed everything. I want to tell you a little story time real quick. Do you want to add anything before this, Kelly? No, always. Cool. Um, so I want to talk about, you know, the time that made me feel most powerful. And leading up to this, I want to talk about what made me feel really, really weak. I was a very insecure person. Like I would pack on the makeup during halftime of basketball games because I didn't want anyone to see my actual skin. Like you couldn't catch me going to the gas station in my small town of like 500 people, you know, cause there's like big shots that would see me, you know, you couldn't catch me going to my little teeny tiny grocery store without a cake face of makeup on because I was so insecure and scared of what people would say to me. I have always been a loud person. I used to do pageants when I was younger and, you know, I was just, I've always been a loud showy, like, look at me. Like that's my personality. He but said he saw school, Palm Bay cop drive. In middle school um, and high school, you know, people can get ugly. People can get, you know, internally ugly. They can get mean. They can be very rude with things they say sometimes. And I was always told to like dim my sparkle. I was always told that I'm trying to just be someone I'm not. Like you're trying, you're just being too much. You're too loud. You're too much. You're too colorful. All the things. And so I listened, I started, you know, trying to blend in with the crowd. I started to, you know, talk differently. I started to not be as funny. I started to all these things and I got like depressed. I had more friends y'all quote unquote friends. I had more friends. I had more people accept me for what they wanted me to be. Does that make sense? I thought I had all these friends, but I was feeling weak. And I was letting people walk all over me. And if you know me today, you're like, what, Kendall, let someone walk all over her because I don't let people walk all over me anymore. But I let people walk all over me. And I let people say anything they wanted to to me. And I let people treat me and talk to me like trash, right? Like I, I mean, men, women, bosses, everybody. Like it didn't matter who you were. You could talk down to me because I didn't have the confidence to stand up for myself, to speak up for myself or to, you know, eliminate myself from that situation. Um, the second I learned, and we're going to go through this, but the second I learned that what they thought and said about me was none of my business. The second that I realized they didn't want what was best for me. They wanted themselves to feel greater than. The second that I understood what it meant to be unapologetically myself was the first time I felt true power. Was the first time I felt like I could conquer the world. That nothing anybody said had any power over me. It all was up to me. That was such a cool feeling. And so, um, you know, that was, that's what makes me feel powerful is when I am a hundred percent unapologetically myself. And this started, um, I would say 2016 is when it really started. Not that long ago, 2016, I was actually listening to, um, a YouTube video, actually, you know, YouTube video podcasts, these type of personal development things are so incredible for your life and for your bit, for everything. Um, and it was about becoming unapologetically yourself. I was so 
enamored by this person that I was watching because she just didn't care. Like she was so different, you guys. And she made me realize that it was okay to be different. In fact, it was really freaking cool to be different. So that taught me like, I don't have to look or dress or be or talk a certain way to be powerful. I'm powerful because I am me and nobody else is like me. That is truly my superpower. And that's when I felt the most powerful. It's so crazy because I think everybody, and I'm reading some of the comments here on the Zoom, that everybody can relate to that in one way, shape or another, right? We Sometimes we, we give people our power and I don't know about you ladies, but how many of you have ever put your worth or your power into a man? Right, hello, me right here, right? So I'm from the South and love where I'm from, so proud, but I feel like for me growing up, I was never, I don't want to say like expected to be smart, right? But it was always like, oh, Callie, you're pretty. Like, you know, go to college to meet your bridesmaids. Don't worry about it, right? And so that had just kind of been, I don't know, it was just like, what was happening, right? Like I was supposed to like go to school, date somebody for my entire life or my like entire like teenage life and then get married and then have babies, right? Like that's kind of just how it went. And, you know, I will tell a personal story. Kendall just got deep. So I guess I'll get deep too. So I dated the same guy all through high school and college. I don't know how many of you guys can relate to that. And that was, you know, kind of like the standard normal, right? And I mean, I did, I had no power, right? Not because he was like mean or abusive or whatever, but I thought that my role was to step back, right? And I always defaulted to what he wanted to do or defaulted to what he thought was best. And I mean, to the point where I changed majors, switched colleges just because he wanted me close to him, right? So I had moved away, gone to college, ready to live my dream. And so much as that, well, I mean, you need to move back or else this isn't going to work. And at 19 years old, I picked up my stuff, went to college away for a year, picked up my stuff, changed my major, lost all my credits and moved back home for a man. And... I remember this so vividly, and this is when I felt powerful. And I know my mom is going to listen to this and mom, I love you. <laughs> but I remember, can I say about a time that she felt so powerful? I called my mom and I, so I broke up with this guy after all of high school and all of college. And I remember calling my mom and I said, mom, like I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Like I have to go be me. And my mom said to me, she said, you just made the biggest mistake of your life right? I was 21. He was not supposed to get married and have babies, right? And I said, no, mom, I didn't. I could tell you like where I was standing when we had this phone call, like everything about it was so, I felt so powerful. I'd be like, you know what, mom? No, I don't need to go get married right now. I don't have to date the same person, right? I can change my mind. I can go do this and I can go do that. And from that moment forward, I felt so free, right? I felt free because for once, my life, my adult life, that's when it became mine. And it wasn't what somebody else wanted. It wasn't what my mom wanted. It wasn't what a guy wanted. It wasn't what anybody else wanted, but me. And there's something so powerful in that to say, okay, you know what? What I want in my life matters. 
And there's something just so, so freeing about that, right? Just being able to just be you, right? So we all have a story. Kendall has a story that made her feel powerful. That's my story on how I felt powerful. But how do you find that power, right? What are the steps to, to getting towards that place? Where does it come from? Did I just wake up one day and say, oh, I've been dating Sky for seven years, time to break up and move on and do something else? No, right? I, I had no, it, it, it takes a while. And, and you sometimes have to get to your wit's end or to your breaking point until you realize, no, I need to claim this. I need this power to be mined. So do you want to go into the, the steps? Yeah, I do. Um, real quick, before we go into the steps, because Callie talked about, you know, a relationship type thing, I want to bring up the fact that right after I found that power, a month later, I was able to give a man the boot that did not deserve anywhere in my life. Right. I did not believe that I had the power to give him the boots to kick him out. In fact, I bought him a plane ticket to get the heck out of there. Like I bought the ticket. That's how powerful I was. Right. Bye. Bye. And it was, I just want to bring that up because, you know, when you find the power, be prepared for some changes in your life to happen. Because if you don't have the power right now, while you're listening to this, you're probably allowing some things in your life that don't deserve to be there that don't deserve your love, that don't deserve your time, that don't deserve your energy. They're taking up a lot of it and you are allowing it because you haven't found that power yet. And our goal here, mine and Callie and I's goal is literally to make you guys realize how badass you are, okay? Like we want all of you to be so obsessed with yourself that only amazing, incredible people, things, energies surround you because you deserve that. And once you believe it, you attract it. Okay. Um, so how do you find that power? The first step is trust yourself. Trust yourself. This is hard. Trusting yourself is hard and it takes a lot of practice to continually trust yourself. I still four or five years later, get caught up in my head. Like, Ooh, what are you doing? You, you ain't got that much power. Calm down, girl. Calm down. Yes, you do. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes, you know, repetition and it takes reminding yourself what you're, what you're capable of. And the more you prove to yourself what you're capable of, the easier it is to trust yourself. I relate a lot to like, think about if you don't trust yourself, you're never going to even try to go through hardships. You're never even going to try to go through the valleys and through the dips and the ups and the downs because you don't trust yourself to get through them. So you're going to stay right here where you're nice and comfortable. And we all know what happens in your comfort zone. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, I so want to ask you, Kendall, it, it, you know, you talk about trusting yourself and I, and I feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're in a relationship with ourselves, right? You have a relationship with yourself and I've always been, I trust like three people in the entire world. Like trust is not my strong suit. It's something that I work on every single day. And we've heard trust is earned, not given. And sometimes the same thing applies to yourself, right? Yeah. Just because you do something or, or like, all right, I'm going to trust myself. And then it, fails or you crumble or whatever happens doesn't mean that you're never 
going to trust yourself or it doesn't mean that you don't know what's best or it doesn't mean that you can't like trust your gut or whatever it is. You have to work on building that relationship. It's not something that happened overnight, right? I left that guy that I was just talking about and I went to another asshole and then another. And then finally I realized like, Callie, this is a pattern, right? Trust yourself, trust your gut and learn to leave. Learn to leave. Yeah. And once I, once I learned to, and built that trust within me, so many things opened up, right? I go back to my job with Lime Life, right? How many times have I been told this isn't going to work? You're going to fail. Don't do it. That's stupid. Direct sales is a scam. I've heard that over and over and over and over from outside sources, but I trust myself and I trust in my heart that this is the path that I'm on. This is where I need to be. I need to be sitting here talking to hundreds of women and truly making a difference. And that's what makes me feel powerful, right? But if I go back to that very first day when somebody said, no, don't do that. That's stupid. And I trusted them over trusting me. That's giving them the power. Where would I be? I don't want to know that. I truly don't want to know. Don't want to know. But I found that power within myself and that trust within myself to say, you know what? No, I got this. No matter how many people hated on me, no matter how many people said I was going to fail, I trusted me. Do I do that every single time? No, not perfect. I wish I could. I wish I did. Once you find that trust, everything changes. Think about all the people that you trust that you don't even know. I mean, we're driving down the street and we trust literal strangers in moving vehicles to not hit us. How do we trust them? But we can't trust ourselves. We're the only people that have known us our entire life besides like our parents, right? We're the only people that have known everything about ourselves. Yet we can trust complete strangers driving a vehicle. We can trust someone flying an airplane. We can trust all of these strangers Yet we struggle to trust ourselves. When I realized that, I said, why is it so hard to trust myself? You know why it's so hard to trust ourselves sometimes? Because we don't stand up for ourselves. We don't speak up. We don't hold ourselves accountable. We don't operate with integrity like we should. Imagine if we hold our word the way we hold other people's word. Like if I tell Callie, I'm going to do a Zoom on Monday night, y'all. I literally think I have COVID right now. And my dad just flew in for the first time in two years. But I held my word to this podcast and to Callie and to all of you. So here I am. But if it was just me and like, you know, something I had to do for myself, I would have probably canceled. Because it's natural for us to not hold integrity with ourselves. And if we work on holding that integrity and holding our word to ourselves more often, we will trust ourselves more. We will love ourselves more. We will date ourselves and we will go through those hardships for ourselves, right? Like we fight ourselves. Stop fighting yourself and start fighting for yourself. Oh, girl. Whoa. <laughs> Stop fighting yourself and start fighting for yourself. That gets us right into our next topic. Callie, you want to take it away? Yes. So we're going to talk about using your voice. Kendall kind of touched on this a little bit, but you know, we've all heard like your voice can change the world. Speak up, speak against this, speak for this, do this, do that. Right. Your voice can't, your voice can change the world. I truly do believe it. You just have to use it. 
But I think we get caught up back into that like boss babe world. We get caught up thinking that like as women, we are supposed to now you're shamed if you stay home, but you're shamed if you go to work. How dare you let somebody else raise your babies? I can't believe that you drop them off at daycare. I can't believe that you stay home. How lazy are you? We're never going to please anybody, mm. right? You're never going to please anybody. But if you don't want to change the world, that's okay. Change your world. Change what's around you, mm. right? Do I want to be president? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Does that mean that I can't change what I can impact? Also, absolutely not, right? So I think sometimes we're, we're held to this standard that we need to use our voice to create change and use your platform to do this. And I get messaged all the time, Callie, I can't believe you didn't speak out against this. You have so many followers on Instagram. Why didn't you talk about this? Da, 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 da. Change your world, right? It's not up to me to be like America's hero. But you know what is up to me? to be my own hero, to be the hero of my family, to be the hero of the people that I choose to surround myself with. So if you're getting, I don't know, like nervous, or you feel like you're not good enough to change the world, girl, same, change your world. Use your voice, stand up for what you want. I think back to what Kendall was saying, women have only been able to vote for like a hundred years. Freaking wild, wild. And I think about how far we've come in that hundred years and, you know, you've seen all of the, like the women's marches and suffrage and all of this stuff that we read in history books. And then we realize right now we're making history. So what are you going to do for yourself? What are you going to do for your family? And what are you going to do for this world, your world to make that history? Use your voice, right? Don't give it to somebody else. Don't give your power and that voice to somebody else. Right, we're discouraged from speaking up a lot of times. We're discouraged from having opinions or how many of you guys have been told to just sit still and look pretty? Yeah, a lot of us, that's not okay. Use that voice. Don't sit there and just be quiet. Your, your voice matters, your opinion matters and what you have to say matters. People are gonna disagree with you. We already talked about that, right? But using your voice is so that is the most like girl power I like ever. Right. Callie, I think it'd be a perfect time for you to tell your story about your boss and what, when oh. you speak up for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know why y'all I've like always had this like man issue. <laughs> so this is actually kind of how I stumbled into the path that I'm on now. So you know, we talked about me making all the mistakes and following men. And so I met my husband now, thank God, like we got married and it all worked out. But, um, before that <laughs> we were just dating and I, um, I'm from South Carolina and I quit my job, left everything, like told my parents bye. And I moved to California and I moved out here and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be in Los Angeles. Like I'm going to get this, the best job. And I couldn't. It just never happened for me. I worked like minimum wage, like job after job, just trying to find somewhere where I could work myself up. And I found myself in this office and I was like an office assistant. And I get so nervous telling the story. I don't know why. But the day that I knew that I needed to quit my job is my boss, who is a guy. And I'm not a man hater. <laughs> I hope I'm not coming across that way. But he came, came into work and if you have kids around, plug their ears. 
he said to me, I, I guess I said something a little sassy and he said, be on your period. Cause you're acting like a real bitch in the office verbatim is exactly what he said to me. Are you in your period or something? Cause you're acting like a real bitch. And I, literally that's, <laughs> I like, shocked. everybody's mouth. Right. <laughs> and that's what I knew. This isn't the place for me. This isn't the path for me. You need to stand up. You need to get out. And I left my job. If I hadn't said, Hey, up yours, big boy. Right. <laughs> and taken that step and left, I would have given him my power. People aren't allowed to talk to us like that. You're not, nobody's allowed to talk to anybody like that. Right. But Callie five years ago, six years ago would have sat there and been like, okay, sorry, sir. Sorry for not meeting your expectations. Please don't hate me. Please don't be mad at me. Now I'm like, well, I just said this, I guess we're going to put post this publicly on a podcast. So who knows? They might hear it. Right. And just not being afraid. Right. And I felt that that was the moment that I felt so powerful to know nothing is worth giving up my voice or my power, right? I'll find another job. I'll do something else. But if it costs you your joy, it is too expensive. If it costs you your power, it is too expensive. If it costs you your happiness, it's too expensive. Mm. I don't know about y'all, but I truly think that we get one life. What are you going to make of it? Are you going to live this powerful, inspired life? You're going to live your life catering to somebody else, right? To somebody else's dreams, to somebody else's goals, right? I'll tell y'all, I'm like <laughs> deathly afraid of death. Like <laughs> I'm so afraid to die. Not because I don't know where I'm going or what's going to happen, but I want to be able to lay there at the end of the day and be like, wow, damn Callie, like you did absolutely everything you could to live the most fulfilled life. Yeah. And as I've gotten older and as I've stepped into that power, I've become less and less and less afraid, right? I'm afraid that I'm going to like leave something unsaid or I'm going to, you know, I, I want, I want to be there at the end and think, dang, like you did the thing, not dang, you let somebody else do that thing for you. Mm. And that's something that I struggle with and something that I work towards every single day. And having that fear, I see a lot of people, you know, agreeing with that, that they have that same thing that should push us to go as hard as we can every single day, because life is too short, right? Life is too short. Don't leave anything unsaid that you want to say, say the dang thing, wear the dang thing, you know, look the dang way, however you want, do it. Um, you know, I want to give you guys a couple of tips real quick for speaking up for yourself because I couldn't always before. And now I'm that girl that people text when they don't know how to respond to a text message because they need me to speak up for them. Like I'm that friend now. And so what I want you to do, if you aren't to a point where you can speak up for yourself yet, or you don't know how to even begin trusting yourself yet, or you don't even know how or where to look to get comfortable with yourself, self-awareness, anything like that, start journaling. Okay. Nobody can judge your thoughts when you're writing them down in a journal. It is for you and you only. And you get to write and say and think anything you want to. That alone gives you power and you feel powerful when you write it. Write it down in a journal, draw a picture, draw out your thoughts. Journaling will change your life. And I used to laugh at this when people would say it. Cause a lot of people say it, I'm not gonna lie. I hear it all the time, go journal 
go color, go do these, like make your thoughts reality on paper, journal, your thoughts, journal, your frustrations, journal, your emotions, because it makes you more self-aware with yourself. And when you're more self-aware, you can trust yourself more. When you're more self-aware, you understand what you like and what you don't like about yourself. When you're self-aware, you understand what being unapologetically you is, and you know what to, what to change or to elevate in your life to become the best version of you. Okay. So journaling is my number one tip to get to a place where you can speak up more confidently for yourself. Um, you ready to go into the third one? Yeah, girl, go for it. Okay. The third tip you ready? So the first one was trust yourself. Second was use that beautiful voice of yours. And third, turn up the dang volume. It seems simple, right? But seriously, turn up the dang volume. You're not ever going to be taken seriously if you like sit back and like talk like this. And I don't know, like if you want to, we could maybe go to Taco Bell or we could go to McDonald's or we could go, you know, whatever you want. It's time to turn that voice up. It's time to demand what you want because you are worth it. It is time to show up bigger and better and louder and prouder, right? People take me seriously because I shout, let's be real. Like I'm shouting at you right now. And you're like, wait, what are you saying? Like say more, right? But if I was sitting back here and like speaking real quiet and like monotone and just like, and then you show up and show out and that's how you get confident. No one would listen to me. No one would believe I'm confident. I wouldn't believe I'm confident. Speaking up is literally you know, speaking louder, turning up that volume, speaking up for yourself more often, not just literally yelling, not literally talking louder, but doing it more often, doing it on your social media. Go ahead, Cal. I actually, I love you to pieces. I kind of disagree with you a little bit. with what Disagree with me. I want to hear it. <laughs> so I, I feel like I've talked about my mom like four times already, but we're going to talk about her again. Her name's I Jill. Jill. Talk about her. <laughs> My mom, I feel like, you know, Kendall, she is a very like loud and vibrant and hello, I'm Kendall, here I am. My mom has this way. She, I don't want to say she doesn't say a lot because she does, but she has, instead of screaming and maybe I don't disagree. Maybe this is just like a different perspective, different type of turning up the volume. Instead of yelling, when my mom speaks, she could whisper and people stop to listen because she demands that respect, right? So instead of being like, hey guys, she's like, hey, so, and then just goes on her tangent or whatever it is, right? So you don't always have to, you know, I'm not going to dye my, Kendall's hair is blue right now. Like, I'm not going to go dye my hair blue, right? Like, that's not me, right? So I don't have to be this like wacky, you know, tattooed, vibrant person to be heard. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it's just about understanding that to, to turn up the volume might be to turn up the volume on the respect that you deserve. Mm. Right. It doesn't always have to be screaming and shouting girl that works for Kindle. If I did that, somebody would like call the loony bin on me. Right. <laughs> but for my, but for my mom, especially she can, <laughs> we had a, a team training 
at my parents' house and there was probably like 15 of us. And I swear every single time my mom wouldn't say a thing and would just walk in and be like, well, ladies, I've been thinking. And everyone stopped to listen because they respected her so much. So turn up the volume on that respect, right? You don't always have to shout with words. You can shout with confidence, right? You can shout by standing true in who you are, right? You can shout by doing whatever it is that makes you special, right? Because we're all different. I think that's so important that you brought that up because there are going to be people that are loud like me and there's going to be people that are so demanding and respect like Miss Jill. Um, and I will say one thing, I've never even met your mom and I can tell she carries herself with confidence. I think that's the key. Stand tall, not so much shout at everyone. <laughs> that's not, you don't do it. I will continue to do it because I don't let anyone tell me what I should and shouldn't do anymore. Right. But standing tall. If you walk in a room like this and you're like, don't look at me. Oh my gosh. Don't look at me. People are automatically not going to talk to you with respect either. Cause you're not respecting your own presence in that room. Walk in that room. Not like you own the place. Not like you're miss like cocky. Don't talk to me. But when I walk in a room, I want every single person in that room to see me as a friend. I don't want them to be like, whoa, that girl is like, she thinks her ish don't stink. Wait, we can say shit. She thinks her shit don't stink, right? <laughs> I don't want people to think that about me, but I want to walk in with my, held, my head held high, my shoulders pulled back and confident because I want people to know that they can come to me and find confidence from me. Maybe I can give them some confidence. If I don't have confidence, I can't give confidence. And that's part of my mission. Um, but again, everyone's different and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Stop watering yourself down to make other people feel comfortable. Uh, How many of you guys have, this, have an idea that you're like, wow, this is such a good idea. But if I say it, somebody is going to get their feelings hurt mm. or somebody is going to, they're going to feel bad. So I don't want them to feel bad. Right. Where are my people pleasers who care more about pleasing everybody else than they do themselves. Mm. So instead of standing confidently and instead of standing in their power, they, they literally take their power and hand it to somebody else so that they can feel powerful. Guess what? When you give your power away to somebody else, they're not taking it. You're literally giving it away for nothing. Mm. They don't take it and say, oh, got Callie's power. Let me add that. Let me charge myself up with her power. No, it goes nowhere. <laughs> right? But you knows. <laughs> guys, we have to exist loudly and proudly right? Whether that's with your words, with your actions, how you show up, your energy, you have to exist loudly and you have to be so proud of yourself. I don't know if you guys follow us on Instagram. If you don't, you should. It's at, it's all limitless. And we posted a quote today and it was from Michelle Obama. And it said, there is no limit to what we as women can accomplish. Right? And this is, we'll wrap it up, but there's no limit to what we can accomplish. Why are you limiting yourself? Why aren't you allowing yourself to have that power? Right? Why are you putting a bar at the top? Why are you saying, okay, this is how far I'll go. We talked yeah. last week about, you know, if you say, I want to make $5,000 a month, you might make three. But if I say, I want to make $100,000 a month, girl, you're going to make like a 75, right? Why are we putting these bars? Why are we putting these limits on our life and on our power?
tap into it. Realize there is absolutely nothing you can't do. Mm. And when I say that, I don't mean there's nothing that's going to, you know, everything's going to come to you easily. There's nothing you can't do, but right. Some of us are going to have an easier time achieving one goal than somebody else. We're all on different journeys, right? It's not going to be the same for me, for Kendall, for you, for your sister, for your mom, whatever it is, it's not going to be the same, but there is no limit, right? Trust your path that you're on. Like we were saying before, trust yourself and you will see your power just come to fruition and you'll see yourself blossom into this person that you want to be. You don't have to answer, but how many of you guys are truly can sit down, right? Let's pretend like we're all dying because we're going to talk about this. Pretend like you're dying right now. Are you proud of who you are? You don't have to answer me, but think about it. Are you proud? If you are great, continue to walk in that. But if you're not, think about the steps that you're going to take to get yourself to be a person that you can say, dang, I lived a good life. I lived a prosperous life. I lived a fulfilled life and I'm so proud of who I was, who I am and what I did. And if not, girl, step into that power and let's get on it. We're not promised tomorrow. Yeah, love that. You know, I, one thing before we wrap it up is I just want to talk about, you know, a lot of times you're like, oh, well, I love myself. That means I shouldn't change. Like I should stay exactly where I'm at right now. I love who I am. I preach self-love. That means I can't change. Cause that means I wouldn't love, I'd be a hypocrite. I wouldn't love where I'm at. Right. Have you ever felt like, oh, well, I love where I'm at. So I'm, I, I'm just going to stay here. Like this is where I'm supposed to be. Loving yourself is basically giving yourself permission to continuously grow over and over and over again. You should always, you should love yourself so much that nothing is good enough for you, sis. Nothing is good enough for you. You should always want to level up because you deserve it because you love yourself so much. You may love that Ferrari, but girl, go get a Lambo. I don't know. I don't know what any, either one of those cars are like. (laughs) I I see them. They're pretty, right? You may want something different and it's not, it doesn't mean you don't love where you are or who you are. It doesn't mean you're not grateful for what you have right now. It just means that you are okay with becoming the best version of yourself every single day. You aren't in a competition with Susie or Sally or your neighbor or the green grass over there. You are in competition with yourself yesterday. That's the only thing that matters is being better today than you were yesterday. And if you, you aren't better today, that's okay. You have tomorrow. You have tomorrow. Yeah. No, said it all, sis. That's a wrap. It's <laughs> a wrap. So I just, I'm just so thankful, right? I'm just so thankful that we all get to come together and like we were saying at the very beginning, when you surround yourself with powerful, inspired women, you become that. Mm-hmm. And I think that Kendall and I can both say that we didn't become who we were overnight. I don't even, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm like powerful or like I'm inspiring or like people, listen, whatever. It's hard. It's a hard thing to come to grasp with. But if I didn't surround myself with that, if I didn't crave it, if I settled for something that was less than, I wouldn't be here. And I think about truly, like I get the chills when I think about the person that I was like maybe six or seven years ago, it literally like freaks me out. Mm -hmm. Right. I look back on, I don't know. I'll be, y'all be 
30 this month. Mm. I'm like, or no, in exactly a month, a month from tomorrow, I'll be 30, April 9th. And I think about it and it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm like, wow, when I look back at like 21-year-old Callie and who she was and who she gave her power to and where she allowed herself to be and who she surrounded herself with, I'm like, how did I even end up here? Right? We all have a past. We all have things that we're not proud of or that we've done wrong. And so if you're sitting there thinking like, God, I give my power to so many people, it doesn't mean that you can't pivot. It doesn't mean that I don't care if you're 21 or 30 or 50 or 75 or 110, mm-hmm. right? You can always, you can always make a change in your life and you can always start demanding the respect that you were born to deserve, mm. right? It doesn't matter. So just because you listen to a podcast or you watch a movie or you listen to somebody's, what was the other night? Like the golden globe speech and they, you know, who is it? There's somebody, I, oh, me and Rihanna are the same age. Me and wow. Rihanna. And I look at her and I'm like, how? Like, how has she done so much stuff? And I haven't. And sometimes I'm like, God, I feel like I'm so far behind. And then I think, nope, you know what? That just means you need to work to get to the next level. Right? Yeah. So if you're mm-hmm. so far behind, okay, everybody does. Right? Just decide today that you're going to take your power back. You're going to tap into that girl power that you deserve to have. And you're going to live the rest of your day, the rest of your month, the rest of your life claiming that. And when you fall short, you're going to forgive yourself and then you're going to get right back up and you're going to go, go, go. You know, Callie, the coolest thing is, is power is limitless. How corny is that? But power is limitless. It's not like God said, here you go. Here's a hundred pounds of power. Don't give away too much because then you won't have any left and you can't get it back. Power is limitless. Like we could have, I've given a lot of my power up. Like Callie said, it's like depressing how much power we gave to other people, but it is so empowering to know we don't have to go steal power from other people. We don't have to go fuel up at the gas station (laughs) to get power. We don't have to pay for it. We literally, it's limitless. We just have to grab onto it and go, go, go. So anything else, Cal, before we close it up? I feel good. I don't know about you. This was so awesome. Thank you guys so much for spending your evening or your morning or whenever you're re-listening to this on the podcast. But if you guys would please do us a big solid favor, if you enjoyed this, can you please do a screenshot? Give us a share on Instagram, tag either Callie's Instagram, my Instagram, but make sure you tag It's All Limitless. It's just spelled out. It's All Limitless. I did put it in the chat as well. Um, but that just means the world to us. It is the number one way to support us and it's completely free to do. So I hope you guys learned something tonight. I hope you feel like an absolute badass. I hope you understand how powerful you are. Even if you don't feel it today, one day you will feel it and you'll be so dang proud of yourself. So thank We're you. We're so, so much. proud of you. Yes, we We're are. So proud of you. We and are. Love- we love you guys. Yes. Love you guys. Thank you guys so much. Bye.